Welcome to Stockton Seaview Hotel and Golf Club, just outside Atlantic City. 300 rooms of upscale accommodations, 36 holes of great golf, and more golf history than you could possibly imagine. championship has slamming Sam Snead seeking his first major golf title facing surprising dark horse terrible Tony Leodora. Inspired by his longtime caddy Iggy, Leodora, known for his volcanic temper, battles the slammer every inch of the way. From tee to green, it was an epic back and forth battle. Deadlocked after 17 holes, underdog Leodora has a 15 foot putt to win the match and take the title. Go in, go in, go in! Wow, it was a dream. Or was it? Coming to a resort like Seaview could be your dream vacation. Stay with us for the latest episode of The Traveling Golfer. It's not limited edition, not cast conditioned, not exclusive or extra, nor is it private reserve. It is, however, a rare breed, American lager from an American-owned, family-operated brewery. Since 1829, we kept it so simple, we're still in fashion. Fancy that. America's oldest brewery, Yingling. I'm with Brian Rashley, director of golf at Stockton Seaview. He's actually an employee of Troon Golf, a company that manages the property. And we're here on a typical bay course day at Seaview. The bay course designed by Donald Ross. We've got the wind, we've got the Atlantic City skyline over the shoulder. This is the way it usually is here. This is uh, the Bay Course Golf at its finest here. Little sun, little wind, beautiful day for golf though. Donald Ross, the most prolific golf course architect in American golf history, did this course at Seaview and it has morphed into a very colorful history. It has, you know, Donald Ross, obviously one of the most decorated golf architects, leaving his footprint here is something that we're extremely proud of. Having events such as the ShopRite LPGA Classic just kind of adds to the lineage here of, of the events that we've had at Seaview and adds to its history each and every year. So, Donald Ross Golf. People always try to put tags on it. When he did 400 golf courses, they can't all be the same, but there are definitely some characteristics at the Bay Course that you'll see at some of his other courses. Certainly, you know, and most notably are the green complexes. Uh, you have a lot of small greens here, very undulating greens. And the word that comes to my mind is creativity. You get up to a shot and you have to be creative in your approach to hitting the shot. It's not going to always be a standard chip or a pitch where you might have to bump and run one or might hit one a little bit higher. And that's what Donald Ross brings to the table with his green bunker complexes. That's part of the defense of the golf course. The wind, another big part of it. The rough, the fescue surrounds 
That makes it harder, especially when you hit a shot into these greens, being this small and on a windy day, maybe a little bit firm, not receptive. Certainly. A uh, 6,200 yard golf course that's putting a big premium on accuracy. And when you get into the fescue and the rough here, that's really when the greens become more difficult to hold. Um, it's going to require a lot of shots to be bump and run up onto the greens and land short rather than landing them into the middle of the green and trying to get them to stop. So once again, a little more creativity comes into play when you get wayward on this golf course. A lot of times people think of undulated greens, meaning difficulty putting. Certainly it is. Chipping here is even more difficult sometimes. It is, and unfortunately for the golfer, a lot of our greens are surrounded by fescue mounts. So not only are you getting a difficult chip to a tiered green, but now you're hitting out of grass that can be anywhere from two to eight inches long. Really makes chipping and getting the ball close very difficult. Even the rakes at Seaview are a little bit different. This is such a historical rake, not the kind of rake you'll see on most golf courses. Uh, you're right, Tony, it is. It's, it's a much wider trowel when you're, when you're raking the bunker here. And what we really wanted to do was to, to kind of throw back the golf course to what it was like back in the early 1900s when the course opened. And this is certainly something that you don't see everywhere and is certainly a flashback in time. Even if you do find one of the bunkers here, after you hit your shot and you take the rake, you will find that it still rakes just as well as any other modern day rake that you might get to use, albeit the grooves might be just a little bit wider to create a little more difficulty for players hitting out of the bunker. When you're playing the bay course at Seaview, sooner or later, you're gonna find yourself in the fescue. And oftentimes, well, it's accompanied by these mounds that make it even more difficult. Our pro, Brian, sometimes you've got a shot 140 yards from the green. You feel like you want to try to reach the green, but it's a tough proposition out of this stuff. What you don't want to do is take less club and try to swing too hard. Instead, what I'd like to see students and players do, take a little bit more club, let's play the ball back a little bit in our stance, and aim a little bit right as that club gets into the fescue tendency is for it to start to close down and the ball's going to want to squirt a little bit left. So players are really going to have to fight that club rolling over through impact. That will give you the best chance of getting the ball closer around the green. But close to the green isn't always a guarantee of success. You've got some real thick stuff, oftentimes on a extreme upslope. How you handle that one? What you want to do first is to set up with your shoulders parallel to the ground, meaning you're going to want to have a little bit tilt backwards. The second thing I like to do is take a little bit less loft on the club because the added slope is going to help the ball get up into the air already for you, thus causing it not to carry quite as far. Allow for the ball to come out nice and high and it should land nice and soft on the green. And the flip side, you hit one over the green, you've got a severe downhill lie again in the thick stuff. That's probably the harder of the two shots. What you don't want to do in this case is to really try to help the ball up in the air. That's going to blade it, the ball's going to come out low and hot and probably roll 20 to 30 yards past the pin. What you want to do is make sure your shoulders are aligned with the slope, which is going to have you pointed more on a downward angle here. From there, play the ball slightly back in your stance, add a little bit of loft to that club face by opening it up, which is going to give it just enough loft to get it up in the air and carry it onto the green. Allow for some rollout. As the ball hits, it's going to tend to want to come out a little bit hotter and really anything around the green from that lie or on is a fantastic shot. The new adjustable EA Tour is our latest exotics fairway wood. As before, we've raised the technology bar in terms of construction. It's a smaller, 
tour preferred head size and the cuff face actually is attached to the body by a 360 degree laser beam bond. Tour players demand exact distances for their landing areas. So of course, we created more loft options than any other adjustable fairway wood on the market for them. And now, they're for you too, the EA Tour. look at the bay course at Seaview. Now the complete opposite, the Pines course, originally designed by William Flynn and Howard Toomey, nine holes, and then in the 50s the other nine matching the style by William Gordon, and that's a pretty good group of architects right there. It is. We're, we're batting a thousand here with golf course architects. Uh, you know, you come to this side of the golf course and you, you just get a completely different feel. Almost as if you're not on the same property as if you'd played the Bay Course. Yeah. Flynn, of course, known for his high-flashed bunkers, a style that he passed on to Tillinghast. You see it at Wingfoot, for example. Gem, I would say. Flynn, of course, really liked that style of architecture. And you see these high flash bunkers all through the golf course here they provide a little bit of a different challenge if you've got one of them in the fairway only the best players can get out of them you're correct if you find one of them off the tee you're looking at a, at a stroke penalty right yeah. there it, most players aren't going to be able to advance it to the green once again putting that demand on accuracy out here not only do you have to avoid the trees but now you have the big bunkers of course when you get to a green side bunker if you're lucky enough to get to the upslope it's a little bit easier shot if you're in the front of one of those bunkers you've got that high face again it certainly will present a challenge to all golfers uh, most of all it's visually intimidating a lot of those bunker shots you can't actually see the base of the flag which only challenges your depth perception more the huge difference between the bay course and the pine course evident as soon as golfers step to the tee not just because of the tree-lined fairways but because it's a much longer golf course. Distance on Pines course? Distance on the Pines course is about 500 yards longer than the bay, so from the backs you're looking at just over 6,700 yards, and the course will tend to play even a little bit longer than that, as a lot of the par fours, which are dog legs here, require shots to a corner, which may not necessarily allow players to always hit driver off the tee. Ah, strategic golf. Very strategic. Not only do you have to keep it in the fairway, you've got to keep it to a certain side of the fairway? Correct, or some of the uh, many pine trees we have here will be blocking your next shot into the green. Only the best players who can really work their tee ball both left and right will find it easier to navigate around this golf course. The greens are a little bit bigger than the bay course, not huge by any standard, certainly, certainly by modern standards, but a little bit bigger, and of course, they still have some roll to them. They do, and, and they're certainly bigger compared to the bay, but they require a precise shot coming in. And once you're on the greens, the slope might not look quite as obvious as it would on the bay. However, there's so many little subtle breaks, it really makes those 5'10 footers extra tricky. And the Pines is definitely known for its closing stretch. It is. Golfers finally think they're getting close to the end and they're greeted on 15 and 16 back-to-back -back par threes that measure 220 yards plus from the back tees. A lot of challenge right up to the last hole here. There are many courses that were designed by William Flynn. Very few courses that are available for daily fee play. You want to get a real taste of William Flynn and can't get on one of those many private courses? 
right here at Seaview. The 1942 PGA Championship played right here at Seaview. A historic PGA Championship because it was won by Sam Snead, 2-1 in match play over Jim Ternessa. The first major by Sam Snead and you bask in all of this history. Not only did he get it here, but he got it on both golf courses. They played nine holes on the Bay course and nine holes on the Pines course. So really combining the test of how different both courses are, we truly feel Sam, who at the time, fairly new into professional golf, now really showed what an elite player he was by being able to navigate both golf courses and doing so in first place. That's amazing. And he obviously had to handle two totally different challenges and handled it well. We're one of 25 courses worldwide to host a major that's open to the public. Bill Hansen, tournament director, ShopRite LPGA Classic. Bill, traveling golfer, came all the way here to talk to you about the main event at Seaview. The tournament's been here in, in the Atlantic City area, I believe, since 1986, so it's, it's been here for a long time. ShopRite uh, became a title sponsor in 92. So they're one of the longest running uh, title sponsors on the LPGA Tour, and they're just, they're the best. They're fantastic. You know, they're the largest um, employer in New Jersey, and, you know, their stores run from Maryland up to Massachusetts. So Atlantic City is kind of a perfect area, nice in between Philly and New York, so it works out perfect for them. And, of course, you've had so many great champions over the years. It's, it, it really is a who's who of women's golf. Hall of Famers, Nancy Lopez, Julie Inkster, Annika Sorenstam, Kari Webb, and then some of the greats uh, today, uh, Stacey Lewis has won here a couple times, and a Norquist. Uh, it's just a fantastic run of champions. It's unbelievable. Bill, I remember years ago in a press conference here mm -hmm. when Nancy Lopez came to play, and she talked about the history of Seaview, and she, she was actually overwhelmed when she said, I feel like I'm walking alongside with the spirit of Sam Snead and Byron Nelson and those people. Uh, do the current players get that same feeling of history? Absolutely. I mean, I, I think they love playing here. They love the history. They're familiar with it. It's been here so long that they, they, they feel comfortable. They know what to expect when they come here. I mean, you stay at a fantastic resort like Stockton Seaview. You wake up, you're practically on the golf course. I, I think that might mean why we get such great champions. You know, the, the, it's, not, it's the shortest course, I believe, on the LPGA Tour. But the greens are tiny, the winds can kick up, the fescue, um, it's really target golf. And, and I think that leads to great champions. The Bay Course gets all the headlines, but the players do take a trip back on the pines. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we have the world's uh, largest pro-am in professional golf. And it's over two days, and it's both days are on the, on the Bay, but also both days are on the pines as well. So the players do get to play the pines course. And they love the pines as well. I mean, it's another first-class uh, golf course. Uh, it's a bit different. Let me correct you. It's a lot different. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, folks, we look forward to many more years of the ShopRite LPGA Classic right here at Seaview and hope you'll be with us. We're with Mike Tidwell, Director of Sales and Marketing at Stockton Seaview Resort, a new partner for you at this grand old property. Indeed, yes. Uh, we're owned by Stockton University, which is a, you know, it's a unique um, opportunity for anyone in the hotel business. Typically hotels are owned by corporations and real estate trusts and to be owned by a college is uh, really a great opportunity for us. It's unique and we 
we try and tie our history into everything we do. So, so whether it's, it's, you know, the golf and golf groups and obviously the LPGA tournament that we host each year, history is always part of, of every touch point. We do 90 weddings a year here. And, and with that, you've got some beautiful spaces, one right inside those doors where Princess Grace had her Sweet 16 party. How did I miss the invitation on that one? I'm not <laughs> sure, but um, it, it, that kind of history is something that just lives on. And it's great to see you keep all of that together. I, I even understand the history is carried on into the tavern. The tile floor there, the tiles are called Mercer tiles, and they came from a period um, where... I think it was in, in conjunction with Art Deco where tiles became a focal point. And so our original floor in the grill room is, is Mercer tile. The stonework, that's all original from when it was a farmhouse. So the, again, the original bricks from the farmhouse? Indeed, yes. Wow. Yeah. Each room in this building can tell a story. I know food has always been a big part of the operation here at Seaview, whether it's from the grand buffet breakfast every morning. We have several really talented chefs and one of the things that they're proud of is we really have married up with local purveyors, a local scallop boat, local clamor. We have an award-winning chowder, uh, clam chowder that people rave about and so it's a good team. I've always enjoyed the stately nature of the rooms here at Seaview but it seems like it's always being updated including a major renovation in 2015 and 16. Yes, that's right. Whether it's sourcing patterns for wallpaper that would be 100-year-old patterns, it's always a challenge, but also exciting at the same time to keep a historic building current and fresh, and especially in the guests' eyes, and we feel we've accomplished that. In conjunction with the hotel, the first thing that people always think of are these two great golf courses, but there's so much more on this vast property. There's an Elizabeth Arden Red Door Spa on our campus. Uh, it's a beautiful facility, and, and our guests love it. We've got a walking trail uh, that winds through the Pines Golf Course, uh, walking, jogging. We've got tennis courts, basketball courts, volleyball. The beauty of the grounds is always something that catches the eye. There are very few places that can match what you have here at Seaview. I know you have some special attention to that. We do. We, we have a... Uh, head groundskeeper who's been here for 36 years and he takes pride in the, the baskets that are hanging, the landscaping, the flowers. Um, it's a full-time job. He's got a full-time crew um, and you can see the results of it. You know, he really takes pride in what he does and so there's really a diverse amount of, uh, of planting materials on the, on the property. We are with the president. No, not that president. President Dr. Harvey Kesselman, president of Stockton University. And this is a strange marriage. Seaview <laughs> Resort and Stockton University. It started in 2009, but how did it ever happen? Well, my predecessor, Dr. Sotkamp, and the vice president for administration and finance at the time decided to think out of the box. We needed additional housing for students. We wanted an academic experience for our students in hospitality and tourism management that mirrored the real thing 
We worked with the legislature to ensure that we could get approval, and voila, after about a year of, of working all different angles, we were able to acquire this property for cash so it didn't cost students extra tuition money and have had an incredible marriage since that time. This has been an absolute uh, joy to be part of, watching the transformation. During the summer, it's booked every day. You cannot find any space at Seaview, but during the academic year, we have 224 students who actually reside here, not all of whom are hospitality students. But the hospitality and tourism students get what's called experiential learning by being able to practice here all of the different skills that they will need in a resort of this magnitude. Everything from culinary, management, to marketing, to public relations, and all the different facets. And we get compliments from that all the time from the guests. For more than 100 years, great golf has taken place at Seaview, including the 1942 PGA Championship, Today, the Stockton Seaview Hotel and Golf Club is a modern resort enjoyed by people from all over the country and around the world. We hope you enjoyed your trip around Seaview with the Traveling Golfer. See you next time. Tony Leodora's golf wardrobe courtesy of Antigua, the leader in modern golf apparel. Tourage is the official equipment sponsor of The Traveling Golfer.